The Cardinals lose 27-13 the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. However, the bigger loss coming out of that game was quarterback Kyler Murray hurting his knee. Third play of the game, ran the ball, slid, non-contact injury on that right knee. Reports for being an ACL. However, the Cardinals won't know more until he gets further testing Tuesday morning. Welcome into Morning Scramble presented by Verizon with Q McCorvey and Jody Jackson. I'm Danny Sarek. Thank you for those of you who are joining us live on Twitter at AZ Cardinals. We stream live every time that we record this show. Guys, not an easy show to record right now. Not only because the Cardinals are 4-9, but with the news of Kyler Murray. And that completely changes the game. Not only how you call the game, the differences of having Kyler Murray and backup quarterback Colt McCoy in at the game, but also the emotional toll. Third play of the game right in front of the Cardinals sideline. Kyler Murray goes down, non-contact. He's carted off, has a towel over his face because he was crying. Jody, how did the Cardinals maintain their composure after seeing that so early in the game? You know, I was actually proud of the way the team, you know, hung in there emotionally um, to even have a lead, you know, in this game early on and really it wasn't until the second half when it, it fell apart but yeah I mean Danny Q it, it was it was an awful night it was an awful night not because the Cardinals lost but because their quarterback went down with a knee injury and again we don't know what it is exactly but it certainly looked like an ACL injury and uh, we'll know more today but um, very tough to watch because now we don't know how long Kyler Murray will be out if it is an ACL repair it will bleed into next year obviously and we're not sure you know, what that recovery will look like. You know, thankfully, these repairs go well most of the time, and guys can be, we've seen running backs do it, you know, and so Kyler Murray is much more than just a quarterback. You know, we've seen even with this organization, when when Carson, Carson Palmer went down with that, it was devastating, more of a pocket passer. So I think everyone has to be mentally prepared for what's to come, and it changes the trajectory of, you know, obviously not only these last four games, but even into next season, and that's what's really tough, Q, is because we just don't know. And I know we're going to talk about the game eventually, but Danny, I think you're right to lead off the show. It's really about the impact of, of the future right now. Too. Yeah, as soon as it happened, there was just a dark cloud over the stadium, yeah. and pretty much you could hear a pin drop in there. And it was just, like you said, it was just depressing. I mean, like seeing Kyler and that emotion that he showed carting off the field, it was just terrible. And like you said, I was surprised by how quickly they jumped back and mm-hmm. were able to mentally get back into the game. I mean, obviously we'll talk about what happened in the second half, but yeah, it was it was tough to watch for everyone, especially back at home. You talk about the trajectory of the rest of the season, Jody, and even though the Cardinals have yet to mathematically be eliminated from the playoffs, we know that the chances are slim, and that's how it felt even entering Monday night's game. However, not having your starting quarterback, not having that yeah. leader on the team and in the locker room really does affect the trajectory of these last four games because the point is to mentally stay in it and to finish the season strong on a high note. And now that you're not going to have your starting quarterback, that absolutely affects the way that this team is going to be able to finish even mentally uh, the rest of the season. What is the offense going to look like the rest of the year? Well, and I think the other thing with this game is that you think about the fact that, you know, you had a game plan for Kyler Murray against the Patriots, a very tough defense. And I think a lot of what we saw in that second half was the Patriots actually, you know, I mean, they were able to get the lead. And, and, then, and then it was over because you have, like, sharks swimming in, in the bloody waters there with pinning their ears back, Colt McCoy, you know, trying to drop back and pass. And it, it's just not a, a good recipe for trying to come back, especially with the O-line in, in the shape that they are in. But I think the good news is this is why you have a Colt McCoy, because he is a veteran leader. He's a guy that keeps everyone together. And I have no doubt, you know, that 
he had a large role in how they came out and continued to fight and were really not deflated initially right after, you know, I'm sure they were in that moment, Kyler going off. We saw both teams, both, both sides coming over to Kyler because he was obviously so distressed and, and crying and sobbing because of uh, the knee injury. But, you know, Colt is a guy that, that can win some games. I mean, absolutely. And especially when you look at a game plan going into these last four games, you're going to have a game plan that works for Colt. He talked about in his post-game press conference the fact that he really hadn't thrown to Hollywood Brown in, in a game, or really it didn't sound like even, even a lot, you know. Yeah. Hollywood, Trey McBride, he spoke about the fact that he really hadn't had much cohesion with those two guys. Um, and he, but he took, he took a lot of it on himself. I mean, he, he pointed the finger. He said, you know, hey, point the finger at me. But there were so many mistakes in this game. It, to me, was not on Colt McCoy. There were mistakes on defense. There were missed field goal. There was a missed field goal. There was a chance to get three points you didn't get before the half. There were illegal shifts. There were some balls that were, I don't know, drop. Just not plays not made. You know, um, the catch, the, the Hollywood catch would have been fantastic, but um, wasn't an easy one. He probably, I felt like he was going to catch that ball and and convert there in the red zone. And they, there were other. You know, I'm looking back now. I'm thinking about even <laughs> there was a play that could have gone to Hollywood in you know where he was crossing and he probably. If, that, if the pass was more on target, he could have scored. So it was woulda, coulda, shoulda. But by the time the Patriots got the lead and then were able to just clamp down on defense, there were a lot of injuries. There was Zach Allen leaving. There was Marco Wilson leaving. There were injuries on the Patriots' side. It was a game of mistakes and injuries. Yeah. And, and the Patriots came out on top in this one. But, yeah, for the rest of the season, I mean, for me, again, Colt McCoy can win some games, can keep everyone together, which yeah. is important. And that's really why they brought Colt McCoy in. Yeah, he's definitely one of the most respected backups in the league where he mm-hmm. can come into a game and really give you a good shot as a backup. I mean, Colt's 36 years old now, and he laughed about that in his press conference. Yeah. But, I mean, he's still able to get a win for a team. And like you said, there was mistakes all over the field, and it's a team game. And Colt literally said, point the finger at me. And it's you can't just point the finger at one person right now. It's uh, There's so many, like you said, so many different mistakes were made. Um Pre-snap penalties are what continue to kill us. False starts, illegal shifts. Uh, it just keeps tumbling. Yeah. Let's take a deeper dive into those mistakes. Our main dish, we're going to start with the offensive side of the ball. Cardinals had 113 rushing, 210 passing yards, a rushing touchdown, two turnovers. They had a 13-7 lead. However, things really fell apart in the second half. You guys talked about those crucial penalties, which negated first downs, um, the illegal shifts, the false starts. I mean – Stuff that is not acceptable at this point in the season. Those two turnovers, the interception, the fumble by DeAndre Hopkins, Patriots would score touchdowns on the following drives. So those were absolutely crucial mistakes for the Cardinals. Jody, how much do you attribute the performance, not necessarily on having Colt McCoy, but how much do you attribute the performance offensively to not having Kyler Murray? You know, it's it's hard to say. I think we were all excited going in. You know, again, a four and eight team against a six and six Patriots team that had more to play for in theory. I think we were excited to see, you know, what they could do, what this offense could could continue to maybe try to build. You know, Cliff and Kyler, Hop and Hollywood, and I think that's that's the thing with Kyler. You you just you you're not really sure that Murray magic is it going to appear. So. You know, no offense to Colt, but we don't have a fun catchphrase. McCoy magic, I don't know. But, you know, it, yeah, it, it's going to be different. But, you know, back to this offense, I'm just looking at some of the, you know, 
um, key plays. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins fumbling was not only rare, but just a devastating blow in this game. Yeah. And I think we can all look to that because the fact that um, at that point it was 20 to 13, uh, the Patriots took the lead. I think that was that's what yeah. I wrote down at least during the game. So yeah. <laughs> it looks a little weird to me they right were now. Tied and then and yeah, they were. Team. You know, Danny mentioned the rushing yardage. I mean, there there was some ability while you were in the game with a lead or tied. You know, for James Conner to make an impact, and I thought he ran hard. I mean, Colt McCoy never. Hey, how impressive was Colt McCoy late in that game? They're down, and he's still trying to get that first down, and got. Actually, I thought he was going to get lit up by Devin McCourty. It was McCourty yeah, that left. I don't think it was like the chest pad. I was like, yeah. Colt. But that's the kind of fight you see from Colt McCoy. But, yeah, not to, not to just go through all my notes here, but, you know, uh, Hunter Henry getting behind the D, that was that was the other blow that we're, I know we're talking offense right now, but that's what changed the complexion of, hey, this offense is going to have a, a tough hole to dig out of right now. Yeah. But, yeah, they couldn't, you know, third downs weren't great. Is just a little off. I mean, everybody looked a little off. A.J. Green's a veteran, and he was making mistakes in certain moments. I, what I did like, let me give you something I liked, the the shot down the field to Hollywood where he was interfered with by Jones, and, and they get 39 yards on the penalty. And so I do like that. I think we could see more of that. Why why wouldn't we? Why exactly. wouldn't they If you try? started taking those deep shots. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you take the deep shot, you're going to likely – get you know there's a good chance and the Patriots were aggressive I mean if this is an aggressive team there's you know they're gonna go down fighting they're they're kind of a mess in their own right and they weren't that explosive offensively 12 screen passes by Mac Jones it was exactly what Vance Joseph <laughs> talked about which I know became controversial but they play a smart conservative game they didn't really do anything to blow the game open again it was D hop unfortunately the fumble which we all know Never that's happens. just not, you know, but he was carrying it out there. He does have the huge hands. You know, you don't expect that, but ball security, it is a thing. Our guys are usually good with that, whether it be Kyler through the last few years, D-Hop. You, don't, you feel pretty good about that not happening, and uh, unfortunately it happened. So it's just we didn't – there were no – there were really no big plays on either side for either team to crack this game open. It was basically, um, you know, unfortunately that fumble – and then and a couple the of big play, plays. And that one yeah. big play to Hunter Henry. Play, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you also have to look at the offensive line. I mean, this offensive line is – they're not consistent at all. I mean, one week they'll actually prove to us that, hey, they could probably possibly do this for us. And then this week, six sacks for 45 yards, I believe. So, I mean – Most of them coming – At the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, I think four in the, in the fourth quarter maybe, but – Which also hurts yeah. when you're trying to mount a comeback. I mean, we're down two scores – uh, touchdown there gets us into the game down six points and can really start to figure something out but um, offensive line just struggled I mean again the game plan was for Kyler Murray and then you three plays in, you bring in your backup Colt McCoy who has a completely different game plan um, I think probably the most opposite game plan of Kyler Murray besides seeing Colt run over defenders and <laughs> rushing uh, 24 yard rushing yards which is surprising but um yeah, the offense just struggled to find that connection that we've been looking for all year. Um, still disappointed not seeing Greg Dorch out there at all, really. Um, I mean, he's a, a completely different target that we could have. And, I mean, no offense yeah. to A.J. Green, but Greg Dorch is a completely different wide receiver than A.J. Green. Robbie and Anderson had a couple Robbie of Anderson catches. had a game today, I mean. Or fifty yards for. <laughs> We're looking for bright spots. I think right? he had more. He had more receptions than he has all season so far. Yesterday, so 
Uh, I think this is the point. You got four games left. Try everything and anything. Uh, the deep shots, the getting the ball to new guys, and just kind of seeing what we can take into this next. Yeah, and I think what I learned also listening in the in the post game press conference is that a lot of the season and losing the majority of your offensive line has definitely changed the way this offense can run. And and even though we know that, I think it resigns everyone to, I hate to say it, but to next year. I mean, at early on, I think that was something that was clear because I heard it come out of Cliff's mouth as well as Colts is that we're not built for that, meaning taking these deep shots. And that's just, you know, that's the reality of this offense. Now, you can argue whether they should change things drastically or not, or maybe would have maybe a few games ago, but that's also not all that realistic. You're still dealing with the personnel that you're dealing with. So that's the other part of the future question for me is not only Kyler, but you've got guys, you've got you know Rodney Hudson who's been dealing with a chronic injury. You've got Justin Pugh who is already – questioning you know what he was gonna what his future was gonna look like before he had the injury and so there there's a lot of questions going into next year what was interesting to me in Monday night's performance was even though you have to have a completely different game plan when you switch quarterbacks on a dime like that a lot of the struggles that I saw were struggles that the Cardinals have committed all season even with Kyler Murray penalties illegal shifts offensive pass interference Arizona one of three in the red zone wasted timeouts because of confusion, personnel not being right on the field, and having to waste timeouts is something that is happening game after game after game. So I don't want to take away, I know that you guys have touched on it, that the loss falls on just backup quarterback Colt McCoy, because that's not the case. Now, it obviously affects the way the rest of the team is working together, um, but I I thought that a lot of the struggles offensively were struggles that the Cardinals have committed even with Kyler Murray. You're right. I mean, it's not like this offense was was cruising along. I mean, even against the Chargers, I was going to say last week, but it felt like that Charger game was two weeks ago because it pretty much was. <laughs> it was two. Felt like three weeks ago, but yeah, there's a, a case where offense is is finally clicking, and then they get to the fourth quarter, can't get a first down. So these are things that have plagued the team, Danny. You're exactly right, and and it seems to be a little bit of a mystery as to why. Because again, besides the O-line injuries, which which have changed the way this offense can run, that's been going on for a number of weeks now. These injuries happened much earlier in the season, so you know it, it's difficult. It's hard to make excuses like that. But you're right. The same questions that lingered with Kyler in there linger with Colt. It's just been inconsistent as a whole. The run game, Q touched on it. The offensive line looks good, creates all these gaps. Then the following week, they're not able to string things together. Cardinals haven't had back-to-back wins all year. What's seemed to have fallen off the last couple weeks has been the defense. The defense was the bright spot of this team more through than the first half of the season. That's what was keeping the Cardinals in all of these games. And they had a few sparks Monday night against the Patriots, against an offense that was struggling in their own way. Rookie Cam Thomas hit Mac Jones's arm, and Isaiah Simmons with the interception. Zayvon Collins, another fumble recovery and yeah. reviewed and incomplete <laughs> and just or intercept. It was just second game Zayvon Collins has it taken away from him. Um, bottom line, though, the Cardinals couldn't stop the run. And that was incredibly disappointing because the Patriots entering Monday night's game, two of their prior three games, 60 or fewer rushing yards. Their big running back, Ramondre Stevenson, was hurt for a couple plays. That didn't stop them. They had their third string running back, Pierre Strong, 
rushing for a touchdown yeah. because it, it was just it was a poor performance by the defense when it came to stopping the run, when it came to tackling, and it felt like the same issues, similar to the offense, same issues week after week. However, Q, it seems like the last couple weeks, the defense hasn't been able to really keep themselves in the game. I think that's what it is. It's stopping the run is our biggest thing. Our cornerbacks, who we really thought were going to be the biggest blow in our defense, have been stepping up week after week. I mean, obviously, there's a couple weeks where our wide receivers go off, but I mean, the last 14 games of the season, our quarterbacks have really stepped up. So it's stopping the run and that pass rush. I mean, we had one sack yesterday. Zach, uh, Zach Allen. Zach Allen's one sack yesterday. I mean, Cam Thomas is technically almost counts as a sack, but I mean, the pass rush is not getting there and it's giving them so much time and our defensive line just is not getting to the quarterback. And then that definitely hurts when it comes for the run, too. I mean, we're not getting in and making that pressure on that offensive line. Yeah, J.J. Watt was close on one. I mean, it it really hurt. When Zach Allen left, I could tell that things changed. It became much more difficult. But, yeah, and then um, Christian Matthew got more time when Marco Wilson left. And and he made a nice play. He made one of the good plays on third down because third downs, they converted. I, I don't have the rate on me right now. Um, you'd think with all these notes that I would have that, but uh, I think the Cardinals third. were four for 14, but they were pretty good. The Patriots were good. On th- Cardinals on third down, four, 14, Patriots three of 11. Okay, maybe not. Maybe they were just key three of 11. You'll take that. Um, but they were, there were a few key third down conversions for them, I guess only three of them, but you know, um, Matthew made the one play. It, it was definitely different. You know, when you both teams had guys going out of this game uh, for Vance, I'm sure he had to do some maneuvering in the in the secondary. Um, Especially missing Byron Wilson Murphy left. as well. You're missing your top yeah. two. You're missing your top two corners. Um, again, they didn't really throw the ball down down the field all that much. Um, the Henry play was disappointing to me. I another big play by a tight end. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when I watched the replay. You know, Simmons is is there, but not running with it. It's hard to, you know, again, we talk about doing this show the day after a game, and without being in the room knowing who had that assignment, it's hard to pin it on, a per, you know, anyone in particular. But obviously it was a mistake, and, you know, so that was that was tough. But when you can name, when you can only call out one or two big plays by the opponent, you know, you, you're doing something right, but... But, yeah, they just did enough. It's almost like, you know, they just did enough in this game. And then the scoop and score was huge. Again, we cannot say how, how big of a, a touchdown that that was for them, which was on the defensive side of it. So, you know, the defense had to gut it out. And, and you're right. They've fallen off a little bit, Danny, because they were such a pleasant surprise early in the year. I don't think anyone counted on them to uh, clamp down on these other teams. And they were doing it consistently early on. And now, whether it's injuries or whether it's just the attrition of the season or different things going on, it's become much tougher for them. And yeah. we're seeing it. When, I mean, you, oh God. Well, so when you look at the numbers between the offenses, they're almost completely identical. Yeah. I mean, total yards for the Patriots, 328. Cardinals, 323. Patriots rushing 103, 113 for the Cardinals. Passing 225 for New England, 210 for Arizona. It was just a matter of the fact that when the Patriots made plays, they made them count. Exactly. And I was literally just about to say that. I mean, you look at the numbers – uh, Strong had 70 yards, but his longest was for 44 yards. So that's one play. Hunter Henry had 70 yards, his longest was for 39 yards. That's one play. You can really narrow this game down to those two plays on defense and then on an o- offense, the interception and the uh, fumble recovery. So, like, literally, the game was identical. The score is definitely 14 points different, but 
you said the game was identical and they just made those two four plays that they had matter more one that I wanted to mention, the 14-yard touchdown by Kevin Harris. I, I wrote a few words here about that. <laughs> First rushing touchdown for the Patriots in six games. Yeah. And again, you're, it was Kevin Harris ru- running the ball. You know, Stevenson was out of the game at that point. That was a disappointing play. Stevenson because, only had three attempts, yeah. yeah. And, and actually, they got down there to the 14-yard line thanks to a, the face mask Mullen. Um, was pulling down one of the receivers. I can't remember if it was a receiver or a tight end, but got them down to the 14-yard line. And then I understand that's a difficult task, but at least make it hard on them. Yeah. Instead, it was kind Not of that nice hesitation yeah. draw that they were running. And and he was pretty free and clear getting into the end zone, and that was disappointing. Again, you just this defense where earlier in the year you knew they would make it tough on the opponent, you know, hey, we'll at least, you know, if, if they're going to get in, we're going we're gonna to punish them for it. That was just too easy yesterday. That was disappointing to me. The way that the game felt with the turnovers and the injuries and everything, I don't know how to explain it other than like at one point, the game almost felt like it was drunk. Like I felt like I couldn't keep up with like what was going on. And there were, I I don't have a number, but it felt like the most injury updates we have heard in the press box all season when you look at both teams. It was Mm -hmm. crazy. And I think that's a great way to bring home the bacon to wrap up the show is, there's a lot of questions moving forward. You have four games left. Cardinals are four and nine. And there's a couple injuries that we're going to get more information on um, Tuesday afternoon, later on in the week when more testing happens. Uh, doesn't look good for quarterback Kyler Murray with that right knee. Zach Allen injured his hand. Marco Wilson left the game with a stinger. Those are two big players on defense. You guys touched on it. You still don't have starting cornerback Byron Murphy who's dealing with a back injury. So it's important that even if you're not physically healthy, with which this team is not, even entering Monday night's game against the Patriots, the Cardinals had the most players, 77 players, play for them because of injuries, most in the league. It's now more important than ever to just finish these final four games strong mentally. Yeah. It's it's all about pride at this point. Yeah. It is, and, and you know that's going to be every guy looking themselves in the mirror, and we talk about this when teams are in that situation, but there's a lot that can be gained um, – personal gain for these guys with whatever's going to happen. There's a lot of free agents on this team. And are they going to, you know, what kind of a statement are they going to make about how valuable they are in this league? But as a team also, and, you know, I understand that there have been injuries. There are plenty of excuses. But the, the thing that stood out for me last night is kind of just looking big picture. They are 1-11 in their last 12 at home. And I know they don't have many opportunities here at home down the stretch. but Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Christmas Day, that's, <laughs> that's going to be joy. one that, uh, you know, is an opportunity to do that for the fans that are, are coming out on Christmas night. Which, by the way, and people always ask me, you know, oh, yeah, Christmas. You know, my kids are a little bit older, but kind of for me, the Christmas festivities, mm-hmm. um, especially with my husband's family, they do a lot, like it's a Christmas Eve is when they kind of do the family gift exchanges with the kids and everything. And then we've always done it. Like my tradition is kind of more Christmas, but it's kind of over by nighttime, you know? And so I always like getting out to the stadium. (laughs) You know, it's like, um, it's fun. It's fun for me to, to see the Cardinals play on uh, Christmas day, just like they did last year. And so, you know, um, I just think that's a major problem. That's, that's a major problem to have only won one game at home in your last 12 tries and uh, something that's got to be fixed. So that's my big picture take. Um, 
bring home the bacon, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, this season, this season has not been appetizing, guys. When we <laughs> bring home the bacon, been a you know, terrible we, breakfast. We haven't had much of a, you know. And then you just, you know, think of. I was thinking about Cliff Kingsbury today, losing his quarterback, and he said he had never seen Kyler so distraught. And we know how close those guys are, and how far they go back. And then you know, Mike Leach passing away which was devastating news even when we heard that he had had an emergency. And, you know, he's someone that has been close to Cliff, and Cliff put out a statement today. Um, he's got It's a horrible morning for Cliff Kingsbury on a number of fronts. And, um, yeah, just in general, um, that's the one thing that today the mood here is, is going to be, I would imagine, down. And you got to turn it around quickly because the game is Sunday. You're going to play Denver on Sunday. And, but um, I think it's, you know, when you lose someone as impactful as Kyler Murray, there's no question your team's going to go through a bit of a, a, a grieving period. It's just it has to be pretty short, Q, because this game is cruel and you have to have that short memory. Yeah, this, these next four weeks really say a lot about who our team is. Um, you're down and out. You lost your starting quarterback. You lost your franchise quarterback. Uh, you have all these injuries. How do you respond? How do you look at yourself in the mirror these next four weeks and respond um, shows what kind of team you are, what kind of person you are, what kind of player you are. Like you said, we're going into the next uh, four weeks and then at the end of the season. How do you want to be portrayed in this offseason? And how does this team look at the next in the end of the year? And it goes back to looking at these next four games and how do we respond to the adversity? Even if you're not playing for playoffs, still something to be playing for. Pride. Cardinal. Pride, absolutely. Four games left for the Cardinals, the next being Sunday, the 18th in Denver. Not sure whether or not they will be facing quarterback Russell Wilson, who had a concussion uh, in their game this week. So that'll be up in the air, but you can stay up to date all week long on azcardinals.com. We're going to be with you guys the rest of the year, so don't worry. Uh, for those of you listening, make sure that you can stream it live with us on Twitter at azcardinals. For Kima Corvey and Jody Jackson, I'm Danny Sarak. As always, thank you for joining us here on Morning Scramble. We hope you'll have a great week.